the core of a reason fan is like they enjoy the stories you okay. know what i mean and i think that that's something that i told myself no matter where i go in my career no matter how big i get it's like i want to continue to give my fans that feeling because I'm a fan first, and I remember being at lunch and arguing with the homies about my favorite rappers. Yeah. And then three years later, my favorite rappers being on some other shit. Yeah. And then I'm irritated because they're not. So I always told myself coming in, I'm never going to be that artist that's, you know, getting too far away from some of the things that, you know, his core audience really, really loves about him. I'm going to always give them that. Welcome back to Not 97. This is the season finale of season nine our final roundtable featuring Reason, a TDE signed rapper on the verge of releasing his sophomore studio album, Porches. We talked to Reason about the journey to releasing this record, the pressures of being a part of such an iconic and influential record label, and what it means to be a true writer and storyteller in music today. Reason introduces and plays snippets of two unreleased songs from the record, in addition, we play standout songs from rising artists Pope Baby, Saki, and Junie live from the studio and brought to you by The Orchard and Human Resources. This is not a podcast. This is not a radio show. This is Not 97. Enjoy. Welcome back to Not 97, not a podcast, not a radio show. Season 9, episode 10. You're... I don't know if you season know this. Finale. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but this is the season finale. I did not know that. That's fire, though. That's super fire. <laughs> so we're very excited to have a very special guest here in the studio with us this evening. The one and only reason. What's the deal, man? Appreciate you guys making it so comfortable in here and whatnot. Uh, yeah, I, I rock with it. I fuck with it. Yeah, welcome to 997. Welcome to New York. Yeah. How you been living? It's been good. It's been good. It's hot. I'm not, yeah, I'm not used to the humidity. It's not really so much about the degrees. It's more about like it just feeling warm all the time. You know what I mean? Nah, so, yeah, the jeans got you hot. Man, I know. Nah, bro. the first day I was here, I went to go get a haircut and I had on a hoodie. And mm. by the time I got to the barber, like I had already sweated out the shirt under it. So now I got to commit to you the, the holds. Oh, man, bro, it was it was a long it was a long haircut. <laughs> yeah, it's a long haircut. So yeah, I learned my lesson first day. Nah, but that's rapper style. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta have a jacket on. In yeah, the you know what I mean? Like it'd be certain. Yeah, but nah, out here you can't even play with that. You yeah. can't even play with that. In LA, you can kind of get away with it a little bit. Before we fully get into it, do you mind giving us a quick introduction of yourself? And, yeah. and kind of what you do and where you come from? Oh, no, of course. The reason I'm signing Top Dog Entertainment, I'm an artist, a rapper. I like to say kind of like an author in a way because a lot of my shit is storytelling. I'm from Carson, Carson Delamo to be exact. Yeah, I just I got into music because it was therapeutical for me. It was a way for me to get shit off my chest and feel better about the stuff I didn't want to talk to strangers about. And, you know, God willing, I've been able to be, you know, decently successful with it. Yeah. Yeah. So you have the new record that comes out. Yeah, Porches. Porches, my second album. Yeah. And so the last record, which was kind of like the the TDE debut. Yeah. Right? Yeah. New Beginnings was in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Three Obvious, years. Three yeah, years. Three years. And three obviously years, a lot has changed years, yeah. since 2020. Man, honestly, I think these last three years have been probably the most, like, the music industry has changed in a three-year span, like, yeah. ever probably. Yeah. And hip-hop, for real, it's crazy. Yeah. Was the plan always to have the three-year gap, or was it just yeah. pandemic style? You had to it was just like of... always something. It was yeah. it was the pandemic, you know what I mean, and and then it kind of rolled into, you know, getting some projects done with the label and 
me and the label going back and forth on how we wanted to present it, and it just kind of kept being this back and forth thing. And then when we finally got it done, then we needed time to get the content right and the mm. videos and stuff. So it definitely wasn't the plan. For me, I like to be more active, you know what I mean? And the music was there, but I'm excited that I'm here now, you know what I mean? I'm excited to be able to get this one out. Like, I'm really looking for, you know, for my fans that's been rocking with me for a long time to be able to get a full-length album. Yeah. Fire, yeah. Fire. I was looking back at some of the like the interviews and things from 2020. Yeah. And and I seen you had talked about kind of how putting together new beginnings you were like I, I got to keep like I got to record at home with my own engineer, like keep yeah. the team, like all that. Yeah. And and how that was kind of like, you know, you got to keep everything in the pocket yeah. in, in your zone. And I wonder if that's kind of like the same process of this new record or like kind of yeah. what has changed in your own creative process over those three years? Yeah, kind of kind of a little bit of change and kind of a little bit of the same. Um, I, I, recording this album, I was recording at home, still at my engineer's home studio, but then we actually opened up as a label our own studio. And so I did a lot of the recording over there also. So that one kind of started to feel like home a little bit just because it's a bigger studio, but you're not on the studio clock because it's ours. You know what I mean? When you go to Paramount and Winmark and all these other big studios, when you walk in there, you already know, like, I bet the label's paid like twelve hundred yeah. for this for the invoice the, coming. Yeah, I'm like I, I gotta leave with at least five joints or something like that. You know what yeah. I mean? So I feel a little bit more comfortable when it's not like, you know, on the clock and whatnot. But engineering wise, same engineers. Shout out Kaitel. He's always done my shit. Will forever, you know, do all of my mixing and whatnot. So and he's getting better. I feel like me and him have grown together. Like mm -hmm. he's a much better engineer now than when me and him first started, and I'm a much better artist. So it just kind of keeps on, you know, growing together and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. How would you say that relationship has kind of, like, affected your music? I, I would say having the same engineer growing, yeah, you know, yeah. being able to know how to control your voice and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's a huge difference. Like, I feel it when I'm not recording with him. I feel mm. it when I do features for people and they send me back a mix. And I, just, I don't even, I feel like I don't even sound like the same nigga when they mm. send me back a mix that somebody else did. So I'm super, like, like, I've grown, like, really, really picky over that. You know what I mean? So... Pretty much nothing comes out unless Kytel touch touches it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Unless I, unless it's a feature for something that's really, really big and they're just super anal about their engine, I just got to stomach it, then I just, you know what I mean? Yeah. But other than that, it's like it got to it gotta be Kytel. Yeah. It got to be him. I've been seeing you over the last couple months and we just having fun kind of with the rollout. Yeah, yeah. Um, or on, And honestly, just kind of like trying to figure out like the effective way to have a rollout yeah, in 2023. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I wonder kind of like what that what that's been like for you. Yeah, it's it's really just been me adding some personality to it and honestly, like, just making fun of rollouts. Like, I yeah. I genuinely, to be honest, don't care. Like, I don't really, I'm not an artist that cares about numbers or sales or... Because mm. I, I don't care about shit that you can't control. You can't control sales you can't control you know something going viral you can't control any of those things however when you're in these meetings with the label that's what they're pushing for so to me like the things that i've been kind of coming up with has really been like me and my boy chris like making fun of these things like this like people are really like i'm joking but people are really having meetings about this shit like and you know what i mean like there's really people that are stressing out about you know and they're they're choosing things like all right maybe we you know set up a, a fake beef with this person or you know what i mean like or maybe we you know like the whole thing yeah show a little ass on this rollout or do this and so that shit is hilarious to me so i just been having fun with it for the real you know yeah. what i mean for the most part I think that's like honestly a better way to go about it, and it, yeah. and it allows like your fans to see you in a in a different light. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. you're you're not taking 
yourself too seriously. Exactly, exactly. And it's like, you know, we got some more serious records on the project, so it's like, for me, it's like when it gets closer to that time, then we'll we'll get closer to those more serious, you know, pieces of content and whatnot. But to begin with, it's like I, I hadn't been there in three years. I'm like, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to, you know, start off celebrating a little bit more and then as we get closer to it you know we'll we'll kind of hone in on exactly what we're trying to deliver with the album yeah yeah you've like you've talked about it before on record and like obviously i think like being on tde it's like everybody there's pressure and questions from everybody about yeah. you know tde is just everybody has their own opinions and, and there's rumors about Top. Everything and, yeah, and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, conspiracy heard, theories right, for the I've whole heard label. Very crazy shit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I know you rapped about it before on the new album on yeah. gang shit. You kind of yeah. talk about it. Kind of how have you dealt with that shit over the years? Yeah. And like, is that something that kind of is a past, or or does that mm-hmm. still affect you? It definitely still affects me. It's something that you kind of got to live in every day. And you know, it was definitely something that was been very difficult to to deal with it led to a lot of depression and me feeling a certain way about certain things just because you know it's one thing when you're going through something and everybody knows what you're going through so it's like you can live through it you can talk through it, different things like that it's another thing when you're going through shit and you have to keep it silent because you're not supposed to say anything you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like and that's kind of like the struggle with, you know, the whole TDE mystique and whatnot. You know what I mean? It's like everybody has their opinions. You know, you have the crazy fans that they just want what they want and they're going to blame whoever for it. I've had fans blame me for Kendrick not dropping an album. (laughs) I'm like, you think reason is the reason why Kendrick... You hold the album up. You think think I'm that important to where, like, I'm I'm the reason why Kendrick Lamar hasn't dropped. I'm the reason why SZA hasn't dropped. Like, some of the shit that I see is just insane. You know what I mean? And then it's like, if you come out and say something, it's like you you know, you are kind of like throwing somebody under the bus or whatever the case may be. And so it was something that was really difficult to deal with, especially on top of me having music ready and being ready to go and not being able to, you know, deliver that music to fans that have been supporting me heavily and whatnot. So definitely something I still deal with, but, you know, I just kind of try to take it day by day. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that out that song specifically kind of does... I mean, it's, it's like right in the middle of the album, but yeah. it feels yeah. like kind of the heart of... The yeah. album and that um, was done purposely too, like where it was placed and whatnot. I wanted it to be something where it was really like my conversation started to say, like, stop asking me stupid shit. Like that's <laughs> yeah. really what the song was. Like, stop talking to me about stupid shit. Stop asking me stupid shit. Stop, you know, bringing things up that have absolutely nothing to do do with me. You know what I mean? And um, in the best way that I could be able to deliver it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then you also, you're going to have your own frustrations, of course. Like, you going through your own shit. Like you said, I, can't, I yeah. can't speak on shit. That's your own frustration. And I feel yeah. like one of my favorite songs from you, the Lambo truck joint yeah, yeah, yeah. with Kaz. <laughs> That's the same. It's just, you My know dog. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, like yeah. that. Y'all both kind of speaking on the same yeah, thing, even yeah. though it's a story being told. It's like, because you could say Kaz is maybe in a similar situation. No, definitely, situation definitely. I think that's Dream, why yeah. we became, you know, uh, friends on the level. Like, that's where the bond came, and then now we just homies off, you know, off tracks and on tracks whatever the case may be that's like my brother and that definitely our bond definitely came from being in a similar environment and having those conversations with each other and that that's been somebody i've been able to lean on with some of those frustrations and conversations and whatnot yeah yeah, yeah i think that and, and you know even that track opening with like the conversation between like someone your boy calling you and being and like checking yeah. in yeah, yeah yeah is like you know setting the scene of being like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna open up a little more exactly exactly yeah love that record yeah i also wanted to ask like 
there's the album has like you have like the scattered dates. Yeah. Yeah. And I even realized that kind of the the last record ends with that. Yes, yes, exactly. And so yeah. what is one like how does that through line happen? Is that something that was like planned? And mm-hmm. then kind of what is what do those dates represent and why did you decide to yeah. have those dates as kind of like a roadmap? Yeah, no, it, it was definitely planned. Um I work on multiple projects at a time and so while I was closing New Beginnings, I was already working on this album, you yeah. know what I mean? And at least ideology-wise, I knew, you know, ideally, like, okay, I kind of wanted to go this way and whatnot, so the dates felt good because I knew my next album was going to be a lot of storytelling, and so I was like, okay, I need these dates on here because I know what stories I'm going to tell. I just haven't made the songs yet. Yeah. And so when you hear throughout this album, when you hear, like, the banging on the on the door and then you hear the dates, it symbolizes us jumping to um, a new porch and a new story, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And these stories are real, like, these these stories about people that I know you can some of these stories you can google because they're Mm. in the news and the dates are right there like you know if you Mm. really did the homework you can you can google my homeboy Melvin and everything that happened to him with too much and being locked in jail and not being a five star recruit anymore football why it's in there you can google my homeboy Wendell passing and getting shot you can google that date so some of these things are literally able to google and I did that purposely because these are stories that are important to me and I feel like when people die or something happens, even if it's not death, let's take it away from something that's serious. When something happens, it's like life just goes on and people move on. Mm. And it's like everybody forgets that it happened. So this way was my ode to them to be able to let them know, like, no, I know you went through something and it'll live forever now. You know what I mean? And and it is important. You know what I mean? And if people around you or in your life don't think it's important, well, now hundreds of thousands of fans will hear it and it'll always be important. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's my ode to some of the people that I love that I've seen, you know, growing yeah. up and things happen. I would say... I mean, I guess it's fair to say you're trying to plant your flag as, like, the premier storyteller, I guess. For sure, for on sure. On the West Coast, I feel like, yeah, or yeah. On, in the whole U.S., <laughs> the whole world, you feel me? But yeah. I feel like that's been the central theme for yeah. most of your projects, and, you know, we love to see it, man. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's kind of where, like, like the core of a Reason fan is, like, they enjoy the stories, you okay. know what I mean? And I think that that's something that I told myself no matter where I go in my career, no matter how big... I get, it's like, I want to continue to give my fans that feeling because I'm a fan first and I remember being at lunch and arguing with the homies about my favorite rappers <laughs> yeah. and then three years later, my favorite rappers being on some other shit yeah. and then I'm irritated because they're not, so I t- always told myself coming in, I'm never going to be that artist that's, you know, getting too far away from some of the things that, you know, his core audience really, really loves about him. I'm going to always give them that. Yeah. yeah. I think like, even and, and you know, it's the storytelling and it's the going like going deep or going long even and yeah. and I kind of going back and listening to your projects and then listening to this you know kind of prepping for sitting down with you one thing that I really appreciate is that often the last song on the record is like the longest track yeah and you're yeah. just going yeah yeah and and I'm wondering kind of like what maybe like when did that start but also what is important to you about like that like final uh, joint. Yeah, that yeah. final, like having that final word. Yeah, yeah. To me, the outro and the intro are the most important parts of an album. So whenever I do an album, I always write the intro last. And I write the intro last because I feel like you can really introduce something once you know exactly what it is. So on my last joint, Something More was like the last record that I wrote on New Beginnings. And then same thing, Faded Off, Porn Riches was the last joint that I wrote on this. And it's important to me just because I feel like it starts 
what you're trying to do and it, and it ends it with a stamp. And I think that I got the the long outros from some of my favorites, like growing up, yeah. like Kanye with Last Call, you know what I mean? And yeah. the Gone Joint with him just blacking out on that one. Cole's had a couple of them, yeah. Wayne did it a few times. Wayne did it yeah. a couple times, you know what I mean? Like I, I grew up on those being classic hip hop albums. And for me, I'm like, you know, you have to, like, that's the joint where you get to get all of your shit off because it's like yeah. you don't have to worry about the the constrictions or, or restrictions or whatever of how long is a record supposed to be. It's like if they made it to this last joint, it don't fucking <laughs> yeah, matter yeah. how, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I nah, can, as a fan, yeah. that's how I look at it. It's almost like this is the icing on the cake. If I was exactly. listening to the whole album, I hope that the last album low-key might be the best sometimes yeah, because yeah. you already a fan of this artist by the time you got to the end. So it's whatever you... Spitting at the end. Exactly. You give me a long beat. It's nice and smooth. It yeah. works every yeah. time. Yeah, nah. And it's funny when even making this album, the first thought was that gang shit was going to be that. And so the second verse of gang shit, I was going to make that shit like 40 bars. You mm, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, But then going into it, I was like, you know what? That that subject might be something I want to explore later on in my career even deeper. So I'm going to just keep it to, you know, a regular verse. And and then I ended up doing the uh, the poster child joint, which I love. Yeah, yeah I love it. And, and I think you're right. Like, it like leaves that listener with like, you've gone through the whole journey and then it still leaves you just record ends. You're like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, a sigh of relief. Yeah. And it, and it makes like the listener when they hear it and it's like that final stamp, it makes a listener automatically want to go back to the beginning. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. with New Beginnings, I remember when Windows Cry was a lot of people's favorite record and it made them want to start it over yeah, again. Run it back. Yeah, exactly. And, and then it gives the intro a little bit more of a different perspective because it's like you, it's almost like you watching a movie and finding out who the killer is. Mm. And then you go back and watch it. You're like, oh, damn, I, I missed when he was talking about, or I missed when, you know what I mean? So yeah. something that I always thought was dope. What is your writing process like? Are you like, always writing shit down or you like yeah. you hear the beat and then you go off that or so it's a little bit of both when i'm when i'm speaking about certain stories or topics i'm usually like it's always in one setting you know what i mean because i hear a beat and it'll remind me of this or there's times where i'm in a studio if all three of us is in there and we having a full conversation about whatever i almost always write a song about whatever we were talking about in the room you know what i mean like some of those things kind of always spill into the music but then when there's records where i'm kind of just like rapping and getting my shit off. I am always writing. Like, throughout the day, if I'm in the car and I think of some shit or see some shit, I'm always writing. I have a... I can show you. I have a very long notes that's, like... It's legitimately probably goes back, like, six years of me just yeah. writing shit down. You know what I mean? And so whenever I get stuck in the creative process, I go to those notes and kind of just draw inspiration from that. So um, it comes in a lot of different facets. Like, I'm not a one track creative person sometimes i write with the beat on sometimes i write in total silence when i'm in a studio it just kind of all depends on you know what i mean the mood that i'm in yeah yeah you definitely still you definitely still writing you're not on punching <laughs> yeah. in you're not on that I, this is the thing so i do i do the punching in shit when i'm trying to come up with like melodic shit like okay. trap shit melodic shit Got i'll do you. the punching in thing just to kind of like like get the the ball rolling you know what i mean yeah. but most times i still write like i i think that whole like oh i don't write shit and taking credit i think that shit is corny and i think yeah. that a lot of these niggas need to write like <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying like i think that it's like it's unnecessary it's like. unnecessary it's like you want to prove that you that dope to not but like this shit is trash you I, get what i'm saying yeah. like so yeah i seen someone say something about like like one of the worst things that happened in hip hop was I saw that, yeah. was Jay Z and Lil Wayne talking about how they don't write nothing down yeah. because then everybody thinks that they could do that and it's like you're That's not Jay Z and you're not Lil Wayne yeah yeah, yeah. And, and I think it was a weird time where like it was everything was kind of going digital yeah. so people yeah, literally yeah. stopped writing yeah. 
but y'all took it way too literal, bro, man. Like, y'all like, could have put it on the iPad and Blackberry. Bro, like, a lot of this shit don't even make sense because niggas is, uh, you know, they're just not writing anything nah. down. I think that nah. if you were, if you, if your music is more just like melodic and feel good, it's not that bad to not write, you know what I mean? Because it's not so much about the lyrics, you know what I mean? But some of these dudes, it's just, you know, they, they taking it way too far. Like, Wayne and Hove is like, those are the niggas, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you don't got to do what they, what they <laughs> yeah. do, bro. Like, I promise you. Let's get into the music, though, if you want to kind of talk about Mirages yeah, and, and yeah. the process of that and why you decided to pick it. Yeah, so Mirages, um, a lot of this album, uh, sound-wise and quality-wise, came from inspiration from Drake. I was listening to a lot of Drake mm. coming into this album, and what I admire about him is just his consistency and, and how he's so prideful about just being good, you know what I mean? And so a lot of the records and whatnot came from not necessarily, it don't necessarily sound like him at all, but it just came from listening to his music all the time and, and seeing the consistency. And so this one actually came a little bit closer to home. I was actually on my Explorer page, came across this dope artist, uh, Flazig. He lives in Florida. I think he's from Africa in some part. And uh, he was doing this, this like live performance over a guitar. And so I sent it to my boy Coleman, who did a lot of production. I was like, yo, this shit is fire. We should sample this. Literally, like, 15 minutes later, Coleman FaceTimed me, and we started making the beat, like, over FaceTime. And so, took the sample, you know, turned it down, I'm a, like, detuned it a little bit, and started making, like, the, the keys around it and whatnot. Sent it to 94, did the drums, and I already knew while he was doing the keys that I knew I wanted the record to, you know, be in a, a reflective space and be, you know... Feel I'm too much in the mix. I got a long list of flaws because of my ego pretending they never exist. I knew I wanted it to be in that type of, you know, retrospective place. And so I had like maybe half of the verse written before he sent me back the, the beat. And then it just felt like a Drake Chicago freestyle. So I did like mm -hmm. an ode to that at the end of both verses to kind of show like, you know, where that inspiration came from. Yeah. That's, that's fire. I'm also looking at this now like, you don't have, I don't think, a song that's under two minutes on the album. Like, nah, you're going long nah. form. Yeah, yeah. You, that's real rap shit. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of was yeah. like, man, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's, it, I tried on a couple records, but it just... <laughs> it didn't work. It don't feel, it don't always feel good, you know what I mean? Like, so, so yeah, I just kind of kept it, like, organic to when I felt like everything was finished and it was finished, that's what it is. Fire. Yo, what's the deal? It's Reason, and this is a new song off of my new album. It's called Mirages. So, feel I'm too much in the mix. I got a long list of flaws because of my ego, pretend that they never exist. Falling in love with a stripper that dance like Cielo, baby, no wonder you miss. Rushing this liquor, no wonder I'm blitz. I'm up for fifth, I'm up for, I'm up for, I'm up for. Keep mouth shut, only speak on what I know. Can't tell you about wife, I can tell you about hoes. Know some other niggas, if they live by the code, they can tell you about gold, can't tell you about goals. Know myself way too much to be committed, cause I never love myself when in the civic. Insecure about the life I should be living, I did all my feelings drinking to the liver. Hard to appreciate where I came from, we a long way from minimum wage. We just some niggas for real. My people stayed off the gauge. Hoping God sent me an angel who give me the spirit to fight off my devilish ways. I'm a disciple of polygamy, so it's hard to keep me engaged. Truck to the plane, to the truck, truck to the hotel lobby. Remember when these was only 
mirages Cutting the verses in the garages You never hit me to check up on me Only hit me when you need to gossip Only hit me for what's in the pockets Feel like I'm never gonna profit Unless I'm In context, yeah, with the with the Drake which you mentioned, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you like, can completely my, hear it, yeah, 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 yeah. Perks, That's crazy. Yeah, um, no, nah, in context, and that's and that's what I love is like when something doesn't sound exactly like something, but then you know when you when you have a little bit of context and line it up, then you can really hear the influence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but also it's like, I mean, the R and B rap thing. I think yeah. we take for granted today I because agree. it wasn't I agree. Yeah. It, it wasn't always a thing like yeah, it and was, it wasn't always popular you know what yeah, i mean yeah yeah diddy made it popular yeah, re respectfully yeah. and yeah. now it's very very popular yeah, yeah. but i would say td is definitely in the master class of like how to do it well and yeah. this is just right out the playbook like yeah. it just sound perfect i appreciate that yeah. i appreciate that I also think it's I appreciate the context of like finding that sample and and wanting yeah. to send it in because it is like it's an interesting standout from the record where it does stand apart because yeah. like that acoustic sample and you guys really let that breathe. Yeah. It's a slightly different production style than than is a lot of what's on here and it's also like I think it stands out like when you hear that guitar coming in and it's just like kind of a, a, a very just singer-songwriter type shit. Yeah. It, for me, like, listening to it in the context of the album makes me even listen a little closer because I'm like, oh, like, I don't know, it just, like, strips all the all the drums away and everything, and you're like... Yeah, yeah. It's and, just him singing. Yeah, and I, I just love, like, the creative process, stuff like that. And what I did on this album was, like, celebrate those creative moments. Like, even, like I said, I, I found this dude on my Instagram Explorer page. And so when I, like, I didn't even contact him. I just, I stripped the the shit from youtube i made the joint and then like i had followed them the day before and then the very next day we posted a snippet of it on instagram and i'm and i was just like you know congratulations you on the album so for like him that that's like shit like that to me is dope and i remember being more on the come up you know still trying to get to where i want to be but i remember being more on the come up and hoping there's just random shit like that would fall yeah. in my lap and happen yeah. you know what i mean so i love giving you know up-and-coming dope artists like those moments you know what i mean so yeah yeah. Nah, yeah, you definitely have, and that kind of breaks up the album, but you have more features kind of yeah. towards the bottom. Where towards it, the bottom half of it, yeah. And there's yeah. definitely a lot of newer yeah. artists on there. I know, you know, Rayvon is yeah. home yeah, team. I, know, I don't know Dirty Dell. Yeah, Dirty Dell's from Long Beach. That's another oh, artist that yeah nobody knows about, but like one of my favorite rappers right now, genuinely one of my favorite rappers. Yeah. I, I think he can rap better than 97% of the niggas that's in the industry right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I love artists that's going at least show love to the at least sure. your neighborhood, yeah, your something, yeah. your label mate, somebody. Exactly. Like. You know what I mean? I, I feel like it's you know a lot of times artists just kind of come into albums and it's just about the, getting the biggest feature you can possibly land. And of course, I want those too. But at the same time, I I do want to give everything that I didn't get coming in. Like I yeah. want to give that back. You know what I mean? And so a lot of artists they feel like, well, I didn't get it, so I'm not giving nobody else that. And to me, it's like it got to start somewhere. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. And you're right, like, giving a young artist a look like that can really, like, change their life. It can keep them going for, like, bro, I know, like, you you have no idea how many niggas are close to quitting. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and true. one moment like that can give, you know, an artist... Like, I got Junie on a record with Dochi. Like, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Like, one moment like that can maybe make Junie go for another two years. You know what I mean? Like, maybe completely change everything, you know? Yeah. So, to me, it's it's about giving those moments to them. That way they know, like, okay, I am doing the right thing. I am dope. You know what I mean? So, I, I just believe in that. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it kind of shows your own taste level yeah. as well. Like, I can... Pick out a good sound. For it sure. don't always have to be me. It's yeah, like I know yeah. what's fire. Like exactly, I, exactly. And the hopes is one day to start my own label, and and this is kind of the groundwork of that is like mm. showing people like I know what good music sound like. You know what I mean? And and when I get to that point, then it'll be like just putting my money where my mouth is. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of having good taste, yeah, we got Rashad. I got we some, own. some That's a fire transition. Uh, <laughs> I like that. That's a fire transition. Uh, <laughs> we got some some songs to play. You and some artists we want to put you on to. Fire. Actually, I wonder if you know this artist, Pope Baby. I do not. I do not. Pope Baby is an artist from Savannah, Georgia, born and raised in Savannah. Up and coming dude has had a couple songs that have kind of like popped off here yeah. and there. And I, I don't know if he's gearing up for a new record, but he's been dropping a couple singles. And I really like was stumbling around yesterday. Came upon this track. It's it's short and sweet. It's it's a minute 30, 30 seconds, but it really hits. And, and I'm excited to. We I think both it's got the, short ass songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, but I think <laughs> we put both headphones on. This I think it's in yeah. the pocket, and I really fuck with the energy of it and the video and everything. Um, yeah, let me so, move it out of the way so you can put the video. This on. is a song called "Do It for Pappy." Do it for Pappy by Pope Baby. I already like the way that that looks. It, it's fine. It's definitely fine. All right, then, Cartier. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, yeah, in your life, need a little shack pipe in your life, need a little cognac in your life, you dig? Hey, hey, yeah. I was up late night on the mic, I was up all day getting it right, this shit can't heal with a price, you dig? Fuck what they say though, do what you want to, niggas gon' hate though. Get by gumbo, look at my logo, baby a mango. Look for spins, they spin in the bin, it look like tornadoes. Look from the old days, football jersey and kangos. Tell em, I said fuck, trying to play around with my energy. Tell em, we done built up all this synergy. Tell him, I said, fuck, you ain't my friend, you ain't no kin to me. Tell him, I said, fuck, you ain't gang, you ain't been with me. Top of the evening, baby, a demon, do it for Peppy. What was you thinking? Look at these creases, look at my khaki. I don't even know they be, I don't even know they be. I don't even know they be, I don't even know they be. That's hard. That's hard. I, like, I genuinely fuck with that. That's hard. And that video is hard as hell. It's, like, clean as hell and ghetto as fuck. Yeah. yeah. That's fire. I, yeah. I, mean, I rock with that. And I, I think the with. whole thing, like, like yeah, the video is, like, it's very straightforward. Yeah. And and in a lot of ways, so is the song. Yeah. In it just being kind of, like, short and sweet and straight to the point. But, yeah. like, he's got some really fun flow switch-ups. He's, like, hitting certain pockets with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... And I just, like, it's rare that you can hear a track that's, like, a minute 30 and 
one, get that much energy, but also that much personality from yeah. the artist. Yeah. That's crazy. He, that's my, that's, he that's, that's, that that's, say, that's what I liked about it is that I feel like I know what kind of person he is off of just <laughs> yeah. watching that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's fire to me. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause it's like there's 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 like little hooks and refrains where he's just having fun with it. There's a there's lines here and there where he's yeah. like saying some real shit. Yeah. There's some like little voice switch ups where he's just kind of like fucking around and yeah, it yeah. like it like it gives you layers to to who he is as an artist, and it's yeah, and it's not a short. Co- complex video either. It's not a complex video, but it's a well shot. Yeah, but it's a well shot video, not as fire. And there's drama yeah. in the video without it being like it don't have a huge budget. Clearly, yeah. it's yeah. just like I'm here. This but it's my a whole good idea. I always right, tell people exactly. the best videos are just good ideas. It don't got to yeah. be a big budget. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like my my biggest video. Is flick it up. It's like around like five million views, and we we spent like five thousand dollars on that, and just yeah. was at a liquor store drunk and brought the homies out. You know right. what I mean? So yeah. and I feel yeah. that's crazy. Rashad, you said that, but you've said it before. You know, it's just concepts. It's yeah. concepts. That's bro. all it is, bro. It, you got to have idea, and I mean, obviously, the the video should go with the song, which I yeah. feel like is obvious to to most people. Yeah, but, but you'll be surprised. <laughs> but you'll be surprised. Be... Like he mentioned, you know, wearing yeah. a football jersey and yeah, a candle, and, and he got it he on got it in on. the video. Yeah, it's very simple, yeah. like things, but yeah. it does make a difference. It yeah. does make yeah. a difference. Um, Pope baby, yeah, I was fire. excited. You know, I I'm fuck excited. with Georgia, of course, and it's not Atlanta, and it's not Atlanta, it's Savannah, <laughs> which is he's actually country, like yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, is my go? Yeah, what do you got? All right, man. So, you know I don't do an intro, so I'm not going to do an intro. I'm going to just drop it. Come on. What's the finale of the season? Do I play the video? Or you, you want me to? I have, I have the oh, video. you got the video. All right, so here's my boy Psyche with Sedentary. And it's also only a minute and 50. Fire. Also fire, also fire. I like the symbolism in that video, and if I'm getting it right, it's like you know, stagnant shit happening. Yeah, he's painting the wall like like watching paint dry. You yeah, know what I'm saying? you like, got yeah. all the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fire. That's um, hard. That's and, hard. And the shit called sedentary, yeah. which is means you basically sit for too long. Like, got you, bro from Virginia. Is he still on the come up? Very this this song has what five hundred 
plays some crazy that's like fire. that. Yeah, literally. That's fire, yeah. Um, but to me, what really caught me was like, first of all, you have a minute and fifty to shoot this video, and yeah. it's so such strong storytelling. Yeah, like you can yeah, pick yeah. up on what you actually trying to say yeah. so quickly. And that's also rare. Like being able, again, we just spoke on it, being able to tell yeah. a story in under two minutes. For sure. Especially as an up and coming artist, you're trying to get new fans, like that's gonna be the key. Yeah, yeah um, no, that's real. That's real. It, it, like even like you're I, I feel like talking about concepts and being conceptual going into that song was perfect because like even just the song and the visual felt like I mean it is just a concept, like what you're saying. It's just sedentary and then he's just running through different concepts. Yeah. 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 I mean it's and it's Look, I'm from I'm not from North Carolina, but I was there for a long time. So I <laughs> I understand like in Virginia, it's only but so much shit you can yeah, do, especially yeah, yeah. when you're trying to make music. That's like, kind of how what I got from the video was like you know just kind of feeling stuck in a way. You know what I mean? And and literally like you 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 know you want more, but you kind of just like stuck in this place. Yeah, not as dope. That's yeah, dope. Yeah, man. So he got a couple little write ups, shit like that. Yeah. But um, still on the on the come up, man, yeah. from Virginia. So yeah. Well, if he's listening to this, bro, both both of them artists, like that's that's fire, and I, you know, it ain't about the views; it's just about the quality and the consistency. Like they, you know, both of them need to keep pushing for real. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Hell yeah! I have the song you about to play up, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like a minute forty seven seconds yeah, too. Yeah, so we yeah. all got these short <laughs> and sweet joints. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to tell us about Junie, yeah. So Junie on my last album, Flick It Up, I did a Flick It Up challenge, and Junie's actually one of the winners that won, and so mm. I kept in contact with her. And I told bro, her, this is like yeah. what you were saying before about you on the I'm internet. Like, internet. I'm, I'm telling you, bro, I'm like, cause a lot, I'm not gonna lie, a lot of the mainstream shit be trash sometimes. So I look to up and coming artists for a lot of inspiration a lot of times. And Junie just blew me away. And you know, I got on the phone with her after she won that contest. We had a long conversation. We we kept in touch. That's my dog, and you know, that's why I put her on my album. She's on my album like three times. Um, and I just think that she's incredible. And I'm always, you know, looking for a way to give her light. So this is a Bike Club by Junie. Shout out to Junie. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah. So yeah. apparently, upon review, 
I'll play this shit three, three. Not this song. Not this song, no. but I played her music on this podcast. For real? Three years ago. That's fire. Rashad, That's fire. Yeah. And I wonder, so the, <laughs> Rashad OD. played a song called yeah. Kendrick's Theory. Yeah, yep. That's, That's yeah, that's John. Uh, that's John. Yeah. I ain't even know. She cold, bro. I'm telling yeah, you, <laughs> if you hear some of the shit that she has that's not out, bro, like it's uh, like, bro, she's and it's funny because like how confident and and strong she sounds on record. Like she's like the sweetest, like quiet person and and but then when she Record, she's a monster, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, nah. That's crazy. Junior is super crazy, super fire. <clears throat> yeah, I love that voice. I love that delivery. And even uh, a song like that is quick, but you really get lost in it. Yeah, yeah. And she makes, she does a lot of her own beats. Like, so she got homies that produces for it too, but a lot of the production she does on her own, engineering on her own, like, she's one of those one stop shops for a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. One, I love that you found her off like a, a challenge from one of your tracks. But, yeah. Uh, but I also like can hear how that kind of like delicate delivery matches like can match like like you you heard that you, and you can were visualize like, damn that like yeah. delivery can match so well with like the the type of delivery that I have on the mic because I hear yeah, I hear yeah. that like your delivery coming in a little like cutting a little deeper and then her kind of like breathy delicate yeah on a hook yeah yeah is a great kind of like balance yeah and I I, I tell people like she kind of like a rap version of like Janae Aiko to me like that's mm-hmm. kind of how I feel and and I trust her like I trust her creative uh, process so much that even like she's on porch steps on my album and I was stuck on that record I couldn't find a hook and I just sent it to Junior and was like yo I need a hook like I trust her that much and i know it sounds like something simple but for me i'm very like controlling that's why i don't always have a lot of features like that because i want to tell people exactly what to do because i'm so anal about you know but there's certain artists that i just trust in that way and i'm like yo i already know that they're gonna do you know whatever they need to do on the record and actually improve it and not, i'm not gonna get it back and be like fuck how do i have the awkward conversation of like you're not gonna be on the, on the <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. it was kind of trash exactly you know what i mean but so, i'm gonna yeah. play around the homies yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly Hell yeah. yeah. Well, we appreciate you putting us on. Yeah. I appreciate y'all putting me on, too. Both of these artists, I'm going to check them out. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Um, yeah, I, I will say Psyche has more music. Like, yeah, that was yeah. a quick joint. But he's, yeah. like, one album in. So yeah. go check it out for sure. Yeah, and no, I'm going to definitely yeah. tap in. I'm going to tap into both of them for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, thank you for stopping by. Yeah, and no, I appreciate you guys for having me, man. Yeah. We, we appreciate it. For real, man. Congrats on the album, man. Thank you, bro. There's thank no you. second album slump. We don't yeah. believe in that. Yeah, yeah nah, nah. It's, it's only up. It's only up. It's only growth from here. So, yeah, I appreciate y'all. Hell yeah. All right. If you want, We've done this when when some artists come through, kind yeah. of bookend freestyle now <laughs> <laughs> to like bookend the episode, yeah. with your own songs. Oh yeah. So if, if you wanted to, you know, we could play a song out to kind of finish the episode. Fire, fire. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. What's a record that I don't play often? Because I feel like. Sometimes I get in these and I play like the same joints over and over. Again. I know. I always love it when a, when an artist like plays the. Yeah. You know, the low-key cutter Exactly, joint. yeah. I want the... the Honestly, the I feel like that joint. was like... Mirage's was like a Mirage's good pick was for one that. of those. Yeah. It was one of those. But actually, I'm talking about, Jenny. Let, let's, let's play Porch yeah, let's Steps. Let's, let's play let's Porch Steps. I'm with that. Hell yeah. yeah with yeah. Dirty Dale? Yeah, with Dirty Dale and Junie, yep. Yeah. One, two, one, two, one, two. So. Yeah. 
Straight about the porch steps. I ain't ran my course yet. I done made some bad choices. I've been feeling boisterous. I've been feeling energetic. Get it from these porch steps. City gon' give me fuel to get on like a fortress. I just heard a gun talk. That nigga ain't horse yet. That nigga gon' keep yelling. Blood gon' keep spilling. Hope it ain't my brother blood. Why we making bad decisions? Bullets were crashing in them. Prayers don't cover accidentals. Why we making bad decisions? Get on like a fortress. Why I tell a queen no? Why I tell these whores yes? She just wanna love a nigga. Deja gon' bust it open. My girl gon' bust it too, but this one new and more provoking. Shake it like a rattle, lose that battle every single moment. Forget my girl got feelings, can't hurt her if she don't know it. Why we making bad decisions? That shit just poor stress. Why we never leave the hood? The ghetto like a fortress.